When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez here with UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. We have another great episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears, which is surprisingly, yes, we're going to be talking huge on a loser this week because we've seen a lot of quarterback progress. We're going to be talking, of course, some NBA action, a little bit of the World Series, even though we're recording right before Game 4 and we are in Philadelphia for this recording. UPenn, actually. We're actually at UPenn with UPenn's finest, of course. Um And, of course, we're going to be talking a lot of things. NFL trade deadline just passed. Before we get into any of that, of course, Summit's Plummets. Danny, how are you doing today? Man, workouts today at the Philly World Series yesterday. I was at the game. Electric, five homers. I'll get right into it. That's my Summit, five homers. Bryce Harper starting off. And Alec Boehm hitting the thousandth home run ever in World Series history, man. Yeah, I mean, that, that was huge. That was very explosive by the Phillies. Um, and I expect no different tonight. Uh, obviously, the Astros are going to come back with their best swing. Uh, they're miss. They're <laughs> nice, nice pun there. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're going to miss. Uh, Nola's on the mound tonight, correct? Yeah, Nola's on the mound. Nola's on the mound, hoping to have a bat. I mean, he got away with the, you know, game one. You know, the offense strung some things together, but he's going to have to bring his A game at Citizens Bank tonight. I mean, my summit, my summit would be Luka Doncic. I mean, he's really he's really started off this season better than any of his other seasons so far. He's every single year it's like, oh, this is going to be his MVP year. This, I mean, it's finally happening. He he should definitely be the favorite. The kid is averaging like thirty six points per game, nine rebounds, eight assists, absolutely insane numbers. Plum or summit goes out to him. I'll roll into my. I'll say if you don't mind, I'll I'll roll into my plummet. Um, my plummet would actually be the Houston Rockets, and I know. Not a lot of people were like big on them. I was pretty big on them, though. They, I mean, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter, they finished off the year really solid, and I was really hoping it would transition over. 
but it looks like Jalen Green struggling as, as a shot creator. If your shots aren't falling, it's really tough. So I'm just hoping they, you know, get things going, try to get back on the ball. Can they get back into playing talk? Maybe not, but I'd hope to see those two progress at least a little more yeah. uh, together. My plummet is the Nets and the Sixers. This, I mean, they both start the season horribly. Doc Rivers looks like the next coach to be fired before the, the interim coach leads a Philly team to the championship. Who's gonna Who's gonna be Who's gonna be the Sixers Philly Rob? Uh, they're saying the Sixers bench coach is pretty good actually. I, I mean, we all got that one assistant coach that we're just that's our guy. That's your you guy. Know? Yeah. Um, but we'll roll right into some NFL action. Justin Fields is my guy, and I'm very uh, excited to see how the Bears are are working with him. They're working to his strengths, uh, and it's clearly building his confidence. I think you would agree. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, Skip Bayless, I mean, something's got to be real crazy for you to agree with Skip Bayless, but I really do agree. They're turning Justin Fields into the second-year Jalen Hurts. Play to his strengths, just try to win games, try to keep it competitive, and and we'll worry about getting him, you know, weapons later. Obviously, they made the move for Chase Claypool, which I think Danny is very happy with the trade. I mean, you like Claypool, but, I mean, get him for a second rounder. I think that's an absolute, absolute steal, but... Going into next season, Claypool cannot be like they clearly believe in Fields, and I think they're going to roll with him in the next season. You got to get him like a Stephon Diggs. You got to get him an AJ Brown. Got to get him a Tyreek Hill. You need to be your slot. Claypool can be your two, but you need to get your you need your one. Yeah, you really got to get a wide you really got to get a wide receiver one. I mean, are you going to find that in the draft this year? Maybe, maybe not. But you rather you'd rather go after try to find an established guy. If I were them. I'm going to be honest, just for the sake of this year, see if he's got the wide receiver one juice, I'd bring in Odell Beckham Jr. I know he's probably looking for more competitive teams, so it's going to be a hard get. But I would see just if he's got the juice. And if he doesn't got the juice, then you go you go find someone else and you really let Fields take it to another level. Odell's not going to sign there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think also, so. Odell's not the one to go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's prob- I mean, he's looking at the Packers. I mean, also cold area. They're not doing much better. What are they? Four and four, or are they three and five as well? Three and five. five? I mean, they're no better than the Bears right now, and the Bears are coming off a game they put up twenty nine on one of the best defenses in the NFL. Obviously, Eagles put up right. Yeah, I mean, and the Bears' defense has obviously been very shaky. I mean, they absolutely shut down Washington, and then they turn around and let up nearly fifty to the Cowboys. There's no shame in that. I mean, that Cowboys offense is absolutely insane, but. They just got to pull things together. I mean, to just be competitive this year, I think is really good for the Bears because um, there wasn't a lot to look at. And the supporting cast isn't there for Fields yet, but they're going to get this guy. They're going to get Justin Fields an elite guy, and he's going to take that Hurts, that Allen, that Tua Tagovailoa elite. Justin Fields, he shows flashes of being a top 10 quarterback. I mean, I agree. He makes moments where you're like, damn. <laughs> and it's tough, but I think he's I think he's in one way paving the way for CJ Stroud right now because a lot of things around Fields are like, oh, he's a Ohio State quarterback. You know, you come into the league, not everything is sunshine rainbows. You're not sitting in the pocket for five seconds. Dudes aren't just, you know, wide open. But Fields is progressing. He's learning that very fast and I I really do um I'm I'm enjoying his growth. I really am. Uh, in terms of guys who are you know, who could be on the trade market, who's gonna be on the free agent market next year. You never know. Who expected Tyreek Hill to be on the trade market 
I mean, maybe A.J. Brown with a deal on the way. Debo was on the trade market for a while. I mean, you never know. Anything anything could happen uh, next offseason. So I'm excited to see what happens with Justin Fields. I believe he is. he's proven himself to be a franchise quarterback. I think mean, D-Hop might be seeing himself out of Arizona if Arizona's bad. I don't If D-Hop... He, he might I guess, out. He might win out, but is he still that... I mean, he's still obviously a very elite receiver, but is he at the level... That AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs are right now. Undoubtedly, yeah. Throwing in a quick hot take, AJ Brown's a top five receiver. Anyway, um, moving on, we'll roll into some extra NFL action. I wanted to talk about AJ Brown better than Jamar Chase right now. Hard to tell. Jamar Chase is hurt. I don't want to throw any rumors. First week he's out, and then you know, um, AJ Brown back in the game uh, again, three touchdowns. I really want to talk about the NFC beast, though. I mean, good grief. You have four teams, 500 above, three of them. I mean, this, this division has a combined eight losses. One of, one of these teams don't even have a loss. And I'm here to say that a lot of teams want to diss on the Giants. Oh, they haven't played nobody. They want to say the Eagles ain't played nobody. Um, they want to say, like, you know, the Cowboys are a little too inconsistent. I really think all of these teams are can, are, can and will win a playoff game. I think the Giants, that scoreboard against Seattle doesn't tell the whole story. Their defense played a phenomenal game for roughly 45 minutes, 45, 50 minutes. And then, I mean, the offense, I really wish they would have made a play for a playmaker. Really wish they would have made something for a receiver. Because I, I mean, think they like what they have, they're just all unhealthy right now. That's true. And even if your guys are healthy, what are we looking at? Because, I mean, Sterling Shepard's not going to be back. Um, I think you're really – I hope they're not banking on this, that Odell hopes to sign – but you, you can't win in the NFL with an absolute carry job from your running back. Um, and as good as the Giants are, as like amazing as the Giants are doing, I think all I'm seeing this year is, oh my God, I can't wait until these guys get a quarterback because Daniel Jones is simply on it. He's not, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. He's not like foolishly bad. Like he is foolishly bad, but he doesn't like have those like Eli Manning was foolishly bad to be paid long enough to get himself in the top 10 everywhere and he at, he peaked at really good times Daniel Jones isn't doing that though Eli Manning I mean Daniel Jones he could well, he, he just playing very safe football and that's not what they need yeah and, and if he does get aggressive we all know what happens he might as well just be Carson Wentz the two turnovers I mean his running game is, is very nice uh, but I'm definitely, I don't know, I'm definitely looking in another direction. I mean, the Ravens, if they are competent, like, com- you know, yo, they should re-sign Lamar. If they don't sign, re-sign Lamar. He, Lamar Jackson, you are a New York Giant because a run game of Saquon Barkley and Lamar Jackson, that that could cause problems. Here's what I'll tell you. That, that, that would be better Odell than... Odell would sign back. That would be better than Hurts and Sanders. Odell would definitely sign back. Yeah, I, I mean that would that would be amazing. I mean, I hope the rumor is like Odell won't come back just because Daniel Jones. I mean, I think Odell should take. I mean, he could take his time, take his opportunity. You know, he'll be back making plays. Um, definitely. I think that it's really crazy, but if Lamar came to the Giants, the NFC East has the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I would believe so. I mean, they arguably have three of the top ten quarterbacks this year. Uh, in the games that Dak has played, Dak is outside. Of, all right, he the Bucks game's tough. The Bucks have one of the best defenses in the NFL. 
He comes back, sure, a little rusty, but then he absolutely destroys the Bears, who have been playing pretty solid defense uh, for the majority of this year. That Cowboys offense is, is like no joke. Like transitioning into the Cowboys, absolutely Super Bowl contenders. Um, Dak is back, and I have a good feeling Tony Pollard is getting the load going from like from here on out. Jerry Jones said no, but I don't know. Jer- I mean, look, I know we were just talking about this earlier. Jerry Jones. He won't put his pride to the side, but he really should because, I mean, Tony Pollard is a phenomenal player. He hits the holes. He's got the burst. Zeke does not have the burst anymore. It's unfortunate. And, I mean, I don't know if he can get it back. I mean, Saquon got his burst back, but, you know what I'm saying? Saquon's a workhorse. They're running back by committee. Zeke is fat. Zeke is fat. He simply he doesn't have that burst anymore. Tony Pollard has such a nice burst, and, and that's what you really want to see out of running back, unlike what we were discussing earlier, Najee Harris. I mean, he's playing hurt. He doesn't got the burst. Jalen Warren looked really good. Yeah, he's got the burst, and that's like a lot. Like that's what you want to see out of your running back. You want to see the burst. Miles Sanders has the burst again. He's getting like five five yards a carry, which is he's always got he's, five yards a carry. And he's averaging for his career. I mean, it's a uh, he's a top ten running back, and I I've always knew that when he's healthy, he's a top ten. You get the touches. He yeah, I mean, look, he got nine carries last game for seventy eight yards. That, with what he's given. He he's very good, and I'm I'm pleased overall with with the running game in Philadelphia. And Hertz had two carries last game. He played absolutely phenomenal through the air. He's beating all the passing allegations, and f- quite frankly, he he is putting up an argument with Dak Prescott for best quarterback in the division, and he certainly is this year. Argument? He, de- he is the best quarterback in the division. Dak just has a little bit. Um, Dak ha- Dak has prestige. He has the he is like you know a couple years under his belt. Dak's rookie year, what do you have? Twenty four touchdowns and four picks. Yeah. Uh, what uh, Jalen Hurts is on pace for thirty two total touchdowns, roughly, and four turnovers. Four turnovers total. He hasn't fumbled once on seventy eight carries. He's only thrown two picks on three hundred plus pass attempts, and one of them bounced off Kenneth Gainwell's hand. Yeah, the other was in the rain. Not to make excuses, you still got two picks, but. I think that's absolutely phenomenal by them. And obviously, don't forget the Commanders. I mean, they, they throw in Taylor Heineke. They got two straight wins. They got two losses coming up. They, uh, of course, they, they, uh, they, they're they playing the Vikings and Cowboys they play coming up. number one and number two seeds in the NFL. They play the Vikings and the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I said Vikings and Cowboys. Apologies. Um, but, I mean, losses are coming their way. But what does it say for Carson Wentz? I mean, Taylor Heineke plays two games. They win two games. If they were to beat the Vikings, that'd be... That would be huge. I don't... Who would who would end up going with Carson Wentz? I don't I know. Wouldn't. I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, that'd be a Steelers move. But, I mean... Um, I don't... I, yeah, I can't really... I don't know what this means for Carson Wentz if Taylor Heineke gets a third straight win and he's out here rocking purple and gold. Um, Air Jordans, like he does with every single team. If nobody knows, he gets a $120,000 sign or bonus after each of his win Or every time he plays 60% of the snaps, if he wins the game, he gets Jordans of the in the colors of the team he just beat and I, I think that's like a cool tradition like it's cool you know he, he's had such a hard journey him and PJ Walker coming from the XFL I, I I think he deserves something like that I mean I'm not gonna tell the dude how to spend his money I think it's a good way to, how to spend your money um I'm definitely not picking them to beat the Vikings I'm just saying if he beats the Vikings there's no way you can sit the guy I don't care this is different than the Dak Prescott Cooper Rush situation. Cooper Rush was literally a fill in. You have to change your entire game plan around Cooper Cush. Cooper Rush, sorry. Cooper Cush. Cooper Cooper Cush. 
That's what people were smoking their Cooper Cush because they thought he was better than Dak Prescott. Out in L.A. Cooper Cush. Find Cooper Rush getting a bag at, at your favorite mediocre team's Steelers, next offseason. Steelers, Rams. Steelers throwing him that 120 next year. Steelers, for sure. Rams. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, that's just the roundup, the, the NFC beast that we, that we had to talk about. All four teams have been playing good football this year or at least mediocre football, you know, with with Washington, with Dan Snyder just selling the team, which I think is going to help team camaraderie. You don't got all this noise going around anymore with your owner saying, oh, I have yeah, yeah, I have dirt on Jerry Jones. They, they can't mess with me. And then you end up selling the team. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe they could mess with you. But And then Chase Young's window has opened. He, he's set to come back soon, which is huge for that defensive line. It was all first-round picks, and now you're adding the second overall pick in the 2020 draft. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think we could... By the end of it, you could be looking at four playoff teams. I don't think the commanders make it, but I think they're, they're going to be in a fight. They're going to be in the fight. I'm pretty sure the top three are going to make it, though. I mean, the Eagles, they're favored in every game so far. They have a real good chance of going 17-0 if they just stay locked in and play how they played against the Steelers. That was probably one of their most complete games of football. It's getting turnovers, going deep with the ball, feeding A.J. Brown. He is that type of player you can build an offense around. He's just that guy. Now, moving on to... Into some NBA action. We usually don't talk about the big headlines, but I want to talk about Danny's former favorite player, Russell Westbrook. I really liked what Los Angeles did by moving Russell Westbrook to the bench. I believe making him the primary playmaker off the bench, getting him less minutes with LeBron James, and letting him run the floor has really helped his confidence. Obviously, he got 18-8-8 in their win against the Nuggets. Danny, what are, what are we thinking about um, Russell Westbrook on the bench? Sixth man of the year? Yeah, just in tr- increasing his trade value. So before Damian Lillard comes in place for the Lakers, no shot. But um, uh, Russ THT, <laughs> Russ THT in a twenty twenty seven. I mean, are the Lakers primed to completely flip things around with this? I'm not sure, but I think this is a good start, though. I think you, this is the a- Lakers are in a similar spot that the Steelers are in. What does that mean? Yeah, you got so much talent. Is T.J. Watt LeBron James? T.J. Watt is LeBron James. <laughs> Who's AD? Cam Hayward? Cam Hayward. And then, and then Mike, is, are you saying Darvin Ham is Mike Tomlin? No. No, um, he's a... Darvin Ham is a... Matt Canada. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> That's a tough comparison because Darvin Ham was this close to being the Celtics coach, but they chose Ime Oduka, who ended up going to Brooklyn, which we'll talk about that later. But right now, we're going to talk about LeBron James, just like every other but high-end podcast. <laughs> these, these Lakers, like... LeBron, AD, you obviously say, oh, they got good players. They have good stars. They, they don't have good, have good players. And then, then you look at their quarterback, and they're just like, who's the point guard? Who's, yeah, I mean. Who's the point guard? Uh, who, who, who's, Pat Bev. Who, then you're like, wait, where's the O-line? Who, who, where are the shooters at? <laughs> yeah, where, are your, where are your glue guys? And that's where Pat, Be- come, Pat Bev's comes in. Austin Reeves got to get a little nastier. I mean, they have a couple of young bigs coming off the bench who do some dirty work. But, again, I really do like bringing Russell Westbrook off the bench. It distributes the playmaking between him and LeBron. Their, yeah. their minutes are limited. There was a play where Russ kicked and kicked out to LeBron, sitting in like the wing corner area, splashed a three. I thought that was very good. This does a lot for Russell Westbrook's confidence, and I believe if they can keep winning this way, if he can keep playing well off the bench, he might just he might just be able to stay in Los Angeles. Yeah, he might. But He just moved in next to LeBron James. You got your rookie second-round pick, Max Christie. <laughs> And he's he's like the Steelers got their rookie second round pick George Pickens. They both are supposed to be dogs. And he's like, what's going on? Give him the ball more. Yeah, I, I mean, 
the parallel two teams it's unparalleled. It's like, <laughs> so it's so crazy. Oh my god. And yeah. Same colors too. Same colors, same same team legend that had to beat rape allegations, Kobe and Ben Roethlisberger. Same uh team history. Uh, I mean, yeah, lots of rings t- uh, tied for most rings in NFL history. Wow. Well, I didn't I did not think we'd step on this podcast and Pittsburgh Steelers would be the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh moving on to obviously another, you know, controversial team. N- the the Nets get a win two nights ago, and they still let go of Steve Nash after a 2-5 and five start, and they decide to move to Ime Odoka, who the Celtics Nash? let More go. Like Steve Trash. Steve Trash, but he's a millionaire, and hopefully he doesn't give this coaching thing another shot. And like he Jason soccer. K- he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, the Nets, they go with Ime Odoka. Um, the Celtics just let him walk for nothing, which I'm pretty sure that has deeper meaning. I'm not necessarily mad that we didn't try to get compensation out of him. They sacrificed two women in their organization. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's just the Nets, they got a good coach. I'm not going to lie to you. They got a good coach, uh, regardless of what Ime might, may or may not have done at the Celtics organization. They're getting a good coach. And what, the Celt- what this means for the Celtics is Joe, Joe Mazzula is playing for like an actual job. Like He's playing to where he may actually be able to keep his job past this season. He's done a good start offensively. He's made the switch last game on defense to the way the old defense was with Rob. Hopefully he can get Rob back soon so Joe can really established the defense. So, I mean, the Nets get a really good head coach, and the Celtics have a head coach right there that they could possibly extend, and hopefully he's not flaring with a woman. So hopefully he's here for the long run. In terms of the Nets' front office, though, I mean, they want to blame everyone but themselves. Let's be real. I mean, the Nets suck. They didn't want to. They didn't want to trade Kyrie. They didn't want to trade KD, even though he wanted to get rid of Nash. They're like, now nah, we're keeping everybody. KD's like, okay, they get rid of Nash. Like, how many head coaches have gone in and out with with Sean Marks, Joe Sy at, you know, at the helm? Like, what do, what do we, at some point, you have to look inward. Um, I think KD needs to put his foot down. Yeah. And, and demand some stability. I mean, you are one of the five best players in the world, in my opinion. And you, you have this leverage. Like, I promise you, you have this leverage. Because if you're gone, this team's not competitive. I don't Even if it's led by Kyrie Irving, they're not competitive. Not the slightest. Yeah, I mean... Ky- we've seen Kyrie be the number one on this Nets team before. Obviously, a lot of different players, but he only played 20 games. And They're eight seed at best. I, I I can't even take him eighth seed. I don't see at him being... with. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying without... If, but without Kevin Durant, they're not getting past the Hawks. Like, like with some playoff team, playing teams, they're not getting past the Hawks. Um, I don't like them past the Raptors. I don't like them past... The Sixers, if they find themselves in that situation, which I don't think they will. Yeah, I mean, you're assuming that they're not getting anything back for Kevin Durant. What What would be the ideal package? I mean, like four or five firsts. And that yeah. was turned down because remember, Rudy Gobert really messed up the market. But I don't think Kevin Durant's getting traded. I think Ime, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, they're going to try to figure something out. They're going to try to get themselves back in the ball game. Um, and the Boston Celtics are just going to keep rolling without them. If you're the Nets, do you trade Kevin Durant and Kyrie for Embiid? I mean, I wouldn't, if I could, I mean, complete star swap maybe, but no. I don't think the Sixers would do it. I think the Sixers would really try to load up their bench, but we can transition right into the Sixers. Um, they started off shaky, 1-4. They've won, I believe, two since, or three, three in a row since. Tyrese Maxey had a baller 44-point game. Um, it's just like, they're, they really have to figure something out outside of Embiid, Maxey, and, and Harden. They really have to fix something up on the bench. 
Doc Rivers has to go. He's he's not a good coach. He's never, he was never a good coach. He's never a good coach. I think I'm going to name off all these star players that he's had in his coaching career. He's had Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. He's had Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Patrick Beverly. Not necessarily a star, but he's a guy. Um, Chris Paul. He's had Chris Paul. Blake he's had Griffin. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and he has one ring to show for it. He's the most overrated coach in NBA history. That's not talking about Embiid, Maxi. Yeah, and Embiid, Maxi Harden now. And and he's done nothing with it. I mean, Tobias maybe if he was on him. Tobias Harris was absolutely. I mean, he could he could be a decent he could be a decent player, but he, the the way he's used it, it's not executed properly. I would really like Tobias Harris to come off the bench, and just be the number one guy off the bench. Tobias would be an ideal Celtic. He yeah, I'm, absolutely. I mean, that's why we got that's why the Celtics got Danilo Gallinari, who unfortunately tore his ACL. We don't know when he's going to be back. Probably not for this season. But Never. he died. <laughs> wow, that is that's rough. But um, yeah. I mean, the NBA, the NBA is really in full swing. I'm so happy it's back. The NFL kicking the high gear, and the Phillies ready to throw series, the first man. pitch out in like 30 minutes from where we're starting. Yeah, one more thing we gotta get into our NFL game picks. We're not picking our games. We're doing our make that skyline. Take your bet. Take the skyline. Take the money line edition. Basically, take I don't t- know what it is. Touchdown. We're take we're gonna talk our favorite money line, our favorite spread, and our anytime score. I'm I'm going with the Bears plus five. The I forget. Oh my god, I can't believe I forget who they played. Uh, but I knew I was feeling the money. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Bears plus five against the Miami Dolphins. I do think the Miami Dolphins are upper echelon team, but I really do believe in Justin Fields. I really like what their offense has been able to do the last week. I'm going to take Seattle money line. Seattle money line against the Cardinals. They are plus one ten. They're surprisingly dogs to the Cardinals, who are dog water. And the Seahawks are coming straight off a win. I don't care if they're on the road. And anytime touchdown score, I'm gonna go with the guy Travis Kelsey against the Titans. Who the Chiefs are twelve and a half point favorites against a team with the same exact record as them. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. My, we'll talk more about the picks. My spread is the Philadelphia Eagles at minus fourteen. <laughs> I think the I think the Eagles win by twenty eight. I mean, yeah, fourteen points is a lot, but I would agree. I think if the Eagles come out how they did last week, firing, yeah, they should absolutely blow this Texans team out the if water. If you look at talent across the board, the Eagles wipe. Absolutely, there's, I don't think there's a single there's not a single position they lose in. Even with Derek Stingley playing as great as he is, he'd be the third best corner on the Eagles. I don't. He might not be better than Maddox right now. I think he's better than Maddox. Mm-hmm. I, I, because I, Maddox is a great the same tier right now. He's not. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Stingley, Stingley's been very locked down. He's been very exceptional. Uh, but moving on to, of course, your money line or my touchdowns. money line. Amen. It's hard for me to do it. Give me the Ravens over the Saints. Monday Night Football. The Saints suck. Um, <laughs> they're probably gonna start Andy Dalton. They didn't trade for a quarterback. It's all my fantasy team. They did not trade mm. for quarterback during the trade deadline. It's disappointing, but the Ravens are probably going to be cakewalk to the division. They just might. I mean, the Bengals... Here, get in. I want you to get into your anytime touchdown because now I want to say something about the AFC North. Yeah, yeah, your anytime, and then I want to get into something about the Ravens. I'm going to not pick something I want to do. But what I will do... Give me 
DeAndre Swift against the Packers. Uh, yeah, I mean, Swift, Swift came out, you know, a little rough last week. But it could happen. I mean, he's a baller. He, he scores. He gets in the end zone. He's shifty. Not a lot, but I, I, the odds are probably really good. But what I wanted to say about the North was the Bengals' performance. Can you feel safe picking the Bengals to win any game with how bad their offensive line is? I don't think they're more talented line. than the Browns. Don't get it twisted; they're a better team than the Browns. But if you can't, you can't get into the motion of things. What are you doing? I mean, and they were—they are clearly even in one game sample size. Don't think it's a coincidence. They're clearly too reliable on Jamar Chase playing bully ball on these corners. I mean, is Joe, Joe, I'm not saying Joe Burrow's a merchant. He's a very good quarterback, even without Jamar Chase. Uh, but I'm really just hoping that that offense can find another way to win. You ha- like you claim you have three number one receivers, Joe Burrow. you got to treat him that way. you got to be able to trust T. Higgins to make the same plays you want Jamar Chase to make. Even if he's not the same type of receiver, you got you got to put him in his hands. T. Higgins. That is an extremely hot take that uh, we're not elaborating on because <laughs> that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hot take, though. It's a hot take. I don't know if you can make the argument. Um, what would your argument be behind that? I think he's more versatile. I think he can play more positions on the field for the uh, slot outside. I get it. You can do whatever. You can do whatever the like. If there were, if they were to choose between one of the, having one of these guys go down right now, they'd probably rather have Higgins go down. Oh man. Huh. I don't know. I think Higgins has a little more wide receiver one potential. Yeah, um, more potential. But I mean, he doesn't tap into it. Because yeah. his touchdown in the Super Bowl, faulty. That's fake. Fraudulent touchdown. Fraudulent touchdown. He threw him to the ground by a space mask. Well, with enough talk about the AFC North, we're probably going to wrap this episode up just right under the 30-minute mark, which is pretty comfortable. We got a lot out of the way. NFL, NBA. We're going to go watch the Phillies. Take game four, hopefully go up 3-1, and then wrap it up tomorrow while the Eagles take care of Houston. Pack them up. Down in Texas. Both are going to get packed up Houston. Yeah, Houston packed in the air. Danny, anything before we go? No. Go Philly. We hate Houston. No one likes us. We don't care. Exactly. Go Phils. Go Flyers. Thank you for watching, and have a good day. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.